Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. We gotta change it up, man. We gotta do something. The biggest thing right now is let's play with better eyes. Better eyes, got that? Here's what I need. I need ball securities. Pound it, pound it. Let's just get the details right. No, 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 no! That was quite scary. You're a lot more handsome when you smile. Get ready, we're turning it up. Welcome to Necessary Roughness, the podcast all about football. And we're, judging by the last couple of weeks, where you can get the absolute worst betting advice ever. If you want, oh, right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if you want really shitty advice on who to take each week, listen to this because that's oh, yeah. what we're doing. Uh, I'm Sean. I'm Joel, and we talk about uh, really shitty fantasy. You, I have to, I have to mention this though in our in our bring back like our look backs for weeks, like when we look back at the last week. Yeah, we were horrendous in the morning. Horrendous. And then you did something that I'm used to doing. You swept the board yep. from the PM to the Sunday nighter to the Monday nighter. You were on fire. So you Hushed ended it. the week nine and five, which is a good week. It's a lot better than it has been for sure. Exactly. You're, yeah. you're above 500 for the week. Nice. Yeah. I'm at six and eight. Uh, our entire gold, silver and bronze slate went 0 and six. So that yeah, was a horrendous. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that, was that was awful. There's no other yeah. way to put it. Um, big shocks. I mean, the Titans do it again. They fall to a terrible, <laughs> terrible team, and and I'm all over them. The Jags. I don't know where that gut feeling was in my stomach, but I'm sad that it was there to begin with. Yep. Um, I mean, the Ravens game was a lot closer than I guess I expected, but that was. Because Lamar Jackson didn't start. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game uh, that game worked out well for me because uh, I, I I made some good bets on that one um, just before I changed what I had said last week, like on Saturday night, and I'm yeah. like, no, I think this is going to be a close game, and I bet the like the try bet for like within five. Yep. And so I was feeling good that entire game. No, that's a that. really that's a really good bet. And yeah. and I mean to be to be fair though, you talked highly of Chicago I did going into that game um so I, I think if 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 we had the news that we had of Lamar Jackson not starting right away yeah prior to recording the show you probably would have been more on Chicago than you were definitely so yeah, yeah. so it's in fairness you did talk them up just yep. went with the Ravens based on the point spreads um that was really it for me the Lions did what I thought the Lions were going to do again I and was very disappointed in Cleveland. Get within uh, they a field. Fu- they They're fucked terrible. me over so hard. They, They're terrible. Yeah, I, I expected way more from them in that game, and they let me down. Uh, and it hurt financially. Like they had Tim <laughs> Boyle throwing against them. Yeah. Like that's I know. That should be three picks. They were up 13 nothing, and then didn't score a point the rest of the game and let Detroit get 10 back. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was horrendous. A couple good overcalls, yeah. though. Uh, in in the uh, football team Panthers game and the Saints and Eagles, those are two that I had written down, and I had actually bet both of those. Nice. Uh, so together, I parlayed those together, and uh, they end up hitting. So those were my two favorite overs on the day, and one of them, I I went in thinking about both of them last week, but you convinced me very highly on the Eagles. Like you you sold me on the Eagles and Saints over, um, okay. and and there being a lot of points in there. So I don't know if you remember. 
talking me into that. But you did. Not at all. Um, all right. Do you want to st- start it off this week? Do you want to get into this week? Unless you have anything else to say about last week. Nothing left about last week. Let's move on to Thanksgiving. Right on. Hey, yeah. Americans, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Yeah. Uh, we love we love American Thanksgiving because football. we get football <laughs> all day. Yeah. You, you've been blessed with uh, the ability to stay home. As a yep. can, as a true Canadian, and watch as American a, football. <laughs> as a <laughs> as a true uh, fan of the NFL, yes, I uh, I do it every year that I possibly can. In some years, I've been less fortunate, but uh, I'm back on the the Thursday night or Thursday all day. Take off work and watch football with buddies. Well, let's get into the game that uh, the game of the Thursday. Yeah, the Chicago Bears. So, Taking yeah. on the Detroit Lions, the Bears in Detroit laying three points right now. Um, yeah. Well, I'll kick it off for you. I'm taking the Lions. I think this game's going to be super close. I think okay. this is a tr- this is a train wreck team. T- the game to me. I mean, these are two of the teams that I had at the lowest win totals on the right. season. Maybe other than the Texans and the Jags, probably. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. Yeah, so this these so I guess in the NFC, I should say. Um these are the two these are the two lowest win totals that I expected. Um Yeah. I mean, I like the Lions here. I I don't know what I don't know I don't know what else to say. I I like the Lions. I liked them last week uh to cover 11 and a half and they did. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that that line moved to 12 and a half at kickoff. Yeah, That's what I got it at. Yeah. I saw um, it even afterwards, like at thirteen. Even you might have even live in game. It might have been twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, because they the were up thirteen nothing, started, like yeah. you said. Um, so I'm on the lines here. Uh, you can take so it I'll, whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There was a a, a visual thing there that. Oh, or sorry. an audio thing. I, you cut out for a second, so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we're back. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. It's, uh, I like the Lions as well. Uh, I know I was talking up Chicago last week. Um, but now, like that, again, as I've said all year, uh, with Justin Fields, uh, Chicago is a better team. With Andy Dalton, I don't, I still don't see it. Uh, this is two bad teams, like you said, playing each other, so. Like I think it'll be a close game, um, which I, I am leaning towards a towards the tie in this game. Absolutely, uh, yeah, completely and that, agree. And that means the Lions. Like mathematically speaking, when you look at a spread and you're thinking a tie, if it's three and a half one way, you take it the other way because you yeah. have, yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. No, I'm I with you on the Lions. Completely agree with you on the uh, on the tie bet there. I think it's gonna be close. We don't need to spend too much more. Uh, time on that. We're both on the Lions plus three. Let's move to the uh, middle Thanksgiving game here. The Raiders in Dallas taking on the Cowboys. Yep. Seven and a half the Cowboys are laying. Um, yep. Talk me into, as a Cowboy fan, why I should take the Raiders. Why you should take the Raiders. Um, if I that's where you're leaning, of... if that's not where you're leaning, then then please tell me. I, I don't have that inkling at all. Uh the Raiders haven't been a good team. I, gu- I guess if you look at like a weird statistical thing in the Cowboys season, uh, the the Cowboys have scored 29 or more points 
every time that Dak has played the game and it has been a team that does not reside in the AFC West. Because against the Chargers, they only scored 20. Yeah. Uh, against the Broncos, they scored 16. And against the Chiefs last week, they scored nine. Against every other team in the league, wow. they scored 29 or more. Uh, so the Raiders are that fourth team in the AFC West. So mm-hmm. can they keep the Cowboys below 29 points? Uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Despite it, how interesting of a stat that may be. Well, even, I guess, to, to be on the same kind of page as where you're going with this, even if they do keep them under 29, do they score 17 themselves? Right. Because that's what you got to look at yeah. now. So it's like, okay, if they yeah. continue this trend, well, yeah. they just held uh, Kansas City to 16 or 19. Was It was 19, 19. Right? It was 19, yeah. excuse me. So yeah. they just held Kansas City to 19. And Kansas yeah. City was on fire the last couple games coming into that. The week before that, yeah. Yeah, but so I mean. With, same with the Cowboys. like Yeah, they those, were. and Those ups both, and downs. Like the, After the Cowboys lost to the Broncos, they came out and annihilated the Falcons. And then, you know, yeah. there's, there's a, they play a tougher team with the Chiefs, and they, they lose a surprisingly low-scoring game. Like That game hurt a lot of people fantasy-wise from what expectations were. It was so hard uh, to watch. It was so extremely hard to watch. And, and I... I saw a lot of things where in, in DraftKings and FanDuel and all of those things for the entire day slate for Sunday, yeah. people were getting burned left, right, and center. And the people who won the the fantasy week were the yeah. guys who had all morning slates. Like they just hit, they just annihilated the morning slate. And then people, yeah. they were like hanging on for dear life with their fingers and fucking toes crossed, <laughs> hoping to God that it was a 19 to nine game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there was like, yeah, more field goals than I've there was probably more field goals in that game than there were in the entire fucking day. <laughs> it was wild. But yeah, I think as the Cowboys shit, did to the Falcons after their last loss, they're going to do that to the Raiders again. So like I uh, last I saw CD lamb was uh, I think I saw hit the quote saying likely to play trending towards um, playing yes. trending towards. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good sign. Uh, for putting up points, but even if they don't have Lamb, uh, between the running game of of Elliott and Pollard and Schultz at tight end, and Gallup just got healthy again, he can take a lot of targets. Um, yeah, I I think they can score. I'm I I got some daily fantasy going on with uh, some Cowboys players this week for sure. As will a lot of people. Yeah, because this is this is the highest slate on on Thursday, which I'll be honest, shockingly. Is the highest? Uh, no, excuse me. The highest slate, the highest uh, spread total um, in the okay, Thursday yeah. of the Thursday yeah. games, which is is completely shocking to me. And I still um, like the over. There's no uh, 53. <laughs> I think it is. Oh, I saw it 51 yesterday. 51. Okay, I believe it's 52 now. Okay. Uh, 52 or 53. It's grown. It's grown a, a little bit um, because people are pounding it. I yeah. do. I think Vegas is going to score enough to be able to do it. I guess. Like where where are they getting offense from? That's what I don't understand. Is who is who on that team is putting up big points? Who can Carr throw to? Who get like okay? Renfro, I think Waller, 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 Waller's gonna have a big the ability day. To sure. Take over a game. He has the ability to take mm-hmm. over a game, and he hasn't done it in a while, so it could happen. See, I don't know. Uh, I I consistently have him as like a T 
tight end three. Like I could see, like I Kelsey has that explosiveness. Kelsey's yeah. wide receiver statistics. It's it's that's it. That's all. That's all there is to it. Right. Kittle, I would have in there. That like before this whole Debo Samuel thing, where Debo Samuel's just fucking blowing up the league. He rushed for yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. eight times for fucking sixty something yards last week or whatever it was, yeah. and a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. He ran more than their running backs. Like, what is going on here? Well, all the running backs are have been hurt. I know, but but <laughs> credit to them for being able to do this trickery in these plays yes, that, that people sure. are not expecting because yeah. I didn't expect that game to kind of go the way that it did, and it did. Yeah. Um, but can you really say you didn't expect it? It's the fucking Jaguars. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I'm on the Cowboys. I don't really need to say much yeah, more. Me too. You, you you sold We've me on on picking my team. <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like there's a reason to get off of it. The seven and a half scares me a little bit, but yeah, whatever. I'll I'll take the juice <laughs> with it. Who get, who gives a shit? Cowboys yeah. Cowboys seven and a half, both of us, and you're on the over. Uh, let's move to the yep. late night game Thursday night. Well, so while everybody's having dinner, they're hammered. They've lost a whole bunch of money already on the beginning games. They go and they bet this game now. Yeah. Can you still see me or is it frozen? Uh, you're cutting a little bit out. Yeah, my internet connection says it's unstable. Oh, that's not what you want. Kind of like my life. Um, <laughs> so the Bills right. the Bills yeah. versus the Saints. As long as you can still hear me, we're still recording, so we're good to go. Yeah. The Bills versus the Saints. The Bills in New Orleans laying six. I believe it's six. I don't think they have the full hook. Yeah. On it, yeah, so six. I think it's still just a flat six. I'll start this one off. I think the Bills route them. I think they come out here and we see <laughs> Allen again properly, and we see a Bills team that we haven't seen in the previous three weeks. They got fucking embarrassed. Then they went out and then they and they won, and then they got embarrassed again. This is now we're just I'm just hopping this trend. Now yeah. they're gonna fucking go out and they're gonna smash them. Yeah, Saints, similar to the Cowboys. <laughs> ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, this could be yeah. the trend. It it might just be take the dog, take that tribe like the tie bet in that game, and then just fucking pound these spreads on these late two games and and ride it all the way into the Bills. Like this six is nothing to me. I might take this up an alternate spread to nine and a half. Like, yeah. what am I missing here that this is a spread that's lower than the Cowboys? Because when these spreads initially first come out, I was fully expecting this spread to be closer to 10 and the Cowboys spread to be closer to like five and a half, six. And that's with the CD lamb news, like with CD lamb yeah. being out and they're like, yeah. okay, well now Cedric Wilson gets a bump, you know, Gallup becomes wide receiver one all of a sudden. So it's, that kind of scares me a little bit where you don't have the asset of CD lamb being your number one wide receiver Yeah. in this game. The saints have nobody, right? Like they have Callaway, right? Or this Traquan Smith or whoever it is yeah. like, yeah, they, I don't even know these wide guys receivers that play. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. They have wide receivers that play. Yeah. <laughs> they have a group. They're of, capable. They have a group <laughs> of WR threes. That's what they have. And yeah. it's, <laughs> that's, that's my opinion on it. I'm, I'm going bills. There's no reason why I, I shouldn't go bills here. I think they're going to fucking route them. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was fucking 45 to 10. It would not shock me at all. For them to make a statement. And I think that they're going to run up the score. So I don't mind the over either. Because I think the Bills aren't going to stop scoring. It's not going to be like a hold. Kind of, oh, okay, let's hold the hold it. And 
see okay. what happens. It's it's going to be like let's move the fucking ball and let's keep going. Yeah, I disagree with that. Um, I think the the best part of the Saints, like the reason why uh, they're still kind of a relevant team this season, uh, is because of their defense. I I don't think that Buffalo can run up the score. Um, so like I. I think it would be a, a bit of a low-scoring game, but I agree with you with that the Bills will pull away because they have an offense. Uh, and even against a tough defense, the Bills can and will put up some points. And that Saints offense now, without Kamara for a third straight week, Mark Ingram is even questionable at this point to play. Uh, they just lost their uh, rookie, no, second-year tight end, Adam Troutman. Uh, who had a really good game last week before getting injured. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're down to backups and third stringers at every position, uh, including quarterback. So they just they can't put up the offense. So yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a lower scoring game. I, I I'm kind of leaning to the under, even though that number is not too big. Yeah. Forty five and a half. Uh, but yeah, Bills six. I'm I'm comfortable with the six. I don't know if I'd go as far as like the nine nine and a half that you were talking about, but I like six. Okay. Well, there you go. So we're both on the bills. If it stays at six, whatever. I mean, I could see this kind of moving to probably closer to seven. Um, if we're talking yeah. about like cl- getting closer to game time. Um, what do you think of, what do you think of the Hill deal? Do you I like that deal? I didn't actually read the specifics of it. Well, it's just a four year and it's 40 to 95, depending on position. So, it's it's how they how much they play him is really what it's going to come down to is guess, how much yeah. he's going to be worth. Which, snaps at each position. Yeah, yeah, and I don't I don't mind that at all. Like, I, it's I, interesting. I, for I sure. think that's a good. I I kind of think that's good. I, I I I think the nine and a half that I was talking about scares me a little bit more if Taysom Hill starting. I don't mind Taysom Hill. Okay. Like, I think I think he's. I think he's slightly underrated, and I know that he's coming off. I believe it was a concussion, right? I think it was. Yeah, was I think there were some other like more minor injuries, but yeah, okay, the concussion was the big one. But but I mean, I think they're holding him off, and they're waiting until he's fully healthy and ready to go. And I think this contract this week is kind of just like a hey, you're getting, but let's get you as our number one. You know, let's move forward yeah. with you for a while. Let's have you and Kamara be this two headed monster when Kamara's healthy. And let's move on and see what happens. Yeah. Um, that doesn't change my pick at no. all. It, it, him, him playing doesn't change my pick at all. If it was anybody else, I, I might sway. But I think the Bills are in a perfect position to just absolutely route them this week. And uh, and that number was 45. I didn't have it written down as a favorite of the over, but I kind of talked myself into it while we were talking. Um, okay. So that might be a small sprinkle for me. Okay. Okay, there you go. There's your uh, turkey. That's... That's Thanksgiving. There's your Turkey yeah. Day picks. Let's move on to the main slate. NFL Sunday. We got the Falcons in Jacksonville taking on the Jags. Falcons laying two points. What are you feeling? Uh, I'm going with the the Jags on this one. Um, they had a terrible start to the season, which I think a lot of people saw coming. Uh, and they have played better like in the last like month. They still are a really young, inexperienced, undisciplined team most of the time, but you, you've seen more glimpses of it in the last month or so. Uh, and I just think at this point, yeah, the, the Falcons are getting worse by the week, similar with 
their injuries, uh, as with like the Saints. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm losing faith in the Falcons by the day, and I think Jacksonville they're they're building a little momentum with how they've hung in there in some close games. Uh, beating the Bills obviously was a huge victory for them, um, and yeah, they they had a stinker last week, but uh, they weren't ready for a a creative play caller like Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I think they'll be ready for whatever Matt Ryan and Arthur Smith have to throw at them. I love so, it. So yeah, Jaguars. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This I just have I just have one thing to say. My Jags right. pick, my Jags pick last week was yeah. this. <laughs> okay, and uh, the the saying goes, "Fool me twice, shame on me." And I'm going right back to the shitty well. The well was dry last week with the Jags, and this week I'm hoping that it fucking rained and that well's full and we can juice it up. I, I, I can't stand the Falcons. I haven't been able to stand the Falcons for the whole fucking year. Ridley is royally going to fuck me going into the playoffs, uh, and I'm in a per- I was in a perfect position, um, and I don't think he's coming back this year. There's no reason to. Um, so I will be thoroughly shocked if he makes an appearance in any football game for the remainder of this season. He'll come play week 18, which is terrible (laughs) for me. Uh, yeah, the most unnecessary week. I mean, 15, 16, 17, 18 are all unnecessary for them. Um, they're, I, I I think they'll be completely out of the playoffs coming within the next, what, two, two, three weeks. Um, I don't know. I love, I like the Jags. I'm going back to the well. Yeah. Let's go to the Jets versus the Texans. Houston laying two and a half uh, to the to the Jets. What the fuck was that game last week? This defense uh, is legit. And mind you, Tennessee's super fucking banged up. Like, they yep. lost their number one running back. Both of their one and two receivers are out. Their quarterback yeah. is in fucking shambles because he's trying to throw to different guys that are on fucking yellow shirted practice squad and then all of yeah. a sudden he, for one day in the in the practice during the week he's throwing to this guy he's finally running routes and then now all of a sudden he's in a fucking game with him he's got to throw three or four passes to this guy like yeah the timing's not there no like, he's, he, he's in he made... such a shitty situation it's it's yeah. horrible for him it yeah. really is and it makes him look so fucking bad because Tannehill's a good fucking quarterback He's not a good. He's not a great quarterback. Oh, he's not great. I didn't say great. Everyone around him better. But yeah, he's no, a good quarterback. You're if right. You surround him with with good pieces, which Tennessee did. Uh, he will be successful. Now all of those pieces are injured, and yeah, yeah it's just they uh, they were getting through it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a hard thing to keep going on, um, knowing that you have to be that creative uh, play calling all the time. Uh, and yeah, just with, with inexperienced players trying to be difference makers, it's it, there's a big learning curve. So well, well, we can we can get more to that when we get to the to the Titans game. But I just kind of right. wanted to touch on that a little bit because I was like, this defense looked legit. But how much of it was this defense looking legit, as opposed to that offense looking in fucking shambles and and disgraceful? But yeah. was the defense forcing them enough? And I kind of think they were. I'm leaning on the side of they were, um, and and I don't know. I liked I liked the way Houston played. Tyrod had a pretty good game. Um, didn't do anything magical, but 
but he doesn't really need to. Like, just he right. doesn't need to stand out and be this fucking top QB one. You don't need to be he, that. He just took be- what he was given, and that included him getting two rushing touchdowns. Exactly. But yeah, he didn't. He didn't need to be spectacular. He just needed to do what was in front of him, and he's great at that. He always has been. Yeah, and I think that he's going to continue to do that this week. That's why I'm on the Texans at two and a half. If this stays at two and a half, I love it. If it doesn't, if it goes to three, three and a half, I might lay off and just pair Texans money line with something else and just hope that they win. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm on the Houston I'm on the Houston Texans this week for sure. Uh yeah. As boring as it is, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, the Jets, I I. No, you know what? I'm changing this last minute. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, I was about to say they've got nothing going. I already fucking wrote it down. Well, fuck you. You can change it. Uh, (laughs) The the Jets haven't had a lot going for them this year. They lost Zach Martin, their rookie, who wasn't playing well, but then got injured and then had glimpses with, like, Mike White. And then Joe Flacco looked not bad last week. Uh, glimpses now glimpse. Glim- don't okay. Fucking, glimpse. Don't make it too. There Sorry. was no, where were the two glimpses? There was glimpse. All right. Well, like just watching like their skill position players on offense, like Elijah Moore, uh, has been playing really well lately. Michael Carter had an amazing game a couple weeks back. Uh, so I will say glimpses because there's those two players that have really stood out to me. That's fair. And that's cra- crap. Crowder's gotten healthy. He had a touchdown uh, recently. So with uh, Zach Wilson, I think, being healthy for this game uh, this week because their other quarterbacks are not, uh, I think they're they're good enough that they can string it together against another bad team. And as far as like the Texans defense, I put that way more on Ryan Tannehill just having a bad game uh, and not being able to uh, – to compensate and get that timing with his receivers down quicker. Like, and he'll own that as well. But uh, I think the Texans were opportunistic and I don't believe in either side of them, of, of their team to, to even buy three points against an equal, like a team that's their equal. Do you think it's super close game? Do you think the tie back could, could be a bet here? Yeah. Same thing with like the, the Falcons Jags like sure these are both they're two games of bad teams playing against each other uh and I think that means that yeah it'll be close we'll see the the, the tale of two shits is like it's 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 really either a massive blowout <laughs> for one team or it's they fucking tie like literally on the number so it's <laughs> it's like it's it's one of you're getting one of those two so maybe bet both of these ties you're going to, they're plus money. They're huge plus money. Yeah. So bet both of these ties, one of them is probably guaranteed to hit. The other one's going to be a massive fucking blowout. Jags are going to win by fucking 30. And then the Texans are going to win by one off like a last minute field goal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm on the Texans. You're on the Jets. Let's move to the Titans versus the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots land six and a half in Foxborough. Go ahead and talk me into, talk me into the Patriots. Okay. Uh, the Patriots look good. They, uh, what's this, five game winning streak now? They yep. are in first place uh, in the division because Buffalo has stumbled and 
yeah, um, the Patriots have been playing well. Uh, Mac Jones isn't being asked to do too much, and he's showing more and more that he's capable of doing that little bit more each week to to improve his game and just the chemistry with his teammates. Uh, and I think, you know, Belichick has always been a good coach of being able to tell storylines to his players and the storyline for them this year, it's a bunch of like underdogs and like castoffs, like the guys they signed at wide receiver are guys who had bounced around and weren't wanted. Uh, then they like, paid for some tight ends on offense and just kind Born, of Aguilar, exactly yeah yeah you're like, right and then mac mac jones like he was the fifth quarterback drafted this year he could have gone higher like there was rumors of him going at like number three to san fran i had uh, money on that and he's yeah and he's proving that he deserved to go higher because he's the best quarterback of those five uh so yeah i think they're just hitting their stride uh, and that defense playing better all the time. Uh, and the Titans are are stumbling right now because of all those injuries. So I'm seeing the Patriots at six and a half, which I don't love, but I like it enough because of the combination of how Tennessee's just trending for now. I think Tennessee, you know, they can get healthy and they'll still be a relevant team come playoff time. But this is just a bit of a stumbling block for them. And I think, I think the Patriots keep rolling. I'm on the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I like losing money. I like <laughs> getting railed. I like getting punched in the face, beat up, spit on, stepped on. And that's why I love the Tennessee Titans. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe bounce back game, little bit of a, a, a stumble here for the Patriots. They've been going super, super hot. Like you said, for five weeks now straight and, it's not like they beat the toughest of competition here, but they've had some good games in there. They played Dallas super tough and super close. They played Tampa super tough, super close, and then they beat really shit teams. So it's like, are they really, really good? Or when they play elite competition, are they bad? I'm not saying Tennessee's elite competition. Right. But Tennessee has beaten very good teams this year and lost to very shit teams this year. So if yeah. the Patriots are as good as the team that you think they are and you're saying they are, then game script says Tennessee should win this game by three. <laughs> so if, if I'm getting six and a half and I think this is going to be a decently close game and Tennessee just thinking of their how they've played this entire season, I'm going to take the plus six and a half. I think it's going to be a, a pretty close game. Another n- number I love even more, though, under 44 and a half. I do not think there will be a lot of points here. We talked about it. Yeah. New England's defense. You talked about New England's defense. Um, and, and and Tennessee, we talked about Tennessee being battered, beaten up, bruised. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tennessee's defense is still pretty strong. Like, they can still hold teams. Like, like Houston, if you, if you do look at that game, and it it is Houston. Okay, fine. It is Whatever. Houston. I, it is Houston. But they were in that fucking red zone, what, five times? Like, they were... They were there. They were on that fucking goal line. It was like first and goal, or I feel like it was and goal to go like 15 times in that game. And they scored two touchdowns. And it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. they got there, but it took so fucking long to get there. So Tennessee can can kind of grind with the best of them. And I think, <laughs> I think maybe New England can slow them down. 
I don't. I'm not saying grind with the best of them and compare and saying that that because of last game. I know it sounds. Yeah. stupid. I know it sounds. <laughs> That's stupid. what it sounded like. Yeah. But if you look at their games prior to that, the Kansas City Chiefs scored yeah. what 16 points on them. Like, you know what I mean? What was it? 20. What was the score? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs scored like three points that game. Okay, well then even less maybe than six. I th- six, I think. Was yeah. it the what was the Bills then? I think the Bills scored sixteen. I don't even think nah. the Bills scored that. They maybe only scored ten. Like these, they're holding good teams and they're able to hold good teams. So I'm thinking defensively they'll get it done, and then just offensively they'll just squeak out a little. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but six and a half. You're giving me six and a half. It's too high. Yeah, no, I get it. Under forty four. That's my one of my favorite bets of the week. Okay, I like it. Um, in that in that game, I think honestly, yeah, you could you could show me seventeen fourteen come Monday, and I would be like, "Yep, exa- exactly what I expected." All right, let's rapid fire through some of these Eagles yeah. versus the Giants. Eagles laying three and a half in New York. Uh, I'm on the Eagles minus three and a half. I, I see no reason to fucking take this Giants team right now. I oh, I hate the fucking Giants so much. I hate the Eagles so much too. It's, it, there's a lot of tough. Once we get down the schedule here, there's a lot of tough conference or uh, divisional games. Kind of, yeah. to me yeah. at least, there are. Um, and and I don't know. I, I I think the Eagles take this one. I think hurt. If you're looking at like hurts, what what did I read? Hurts is the number one scoring fantasy quarterback to date, or something. He's even past Tom Brady. I think points per game, okay. points per game averaged. Tom Brady yeah. is higher, but Jalen Hurts is the highest scoring fantasy quarterback. Okay. In the, for the season so far. So this guy's just this guy could do it all. And the Giants defense is terrible. Eagles for me, three and a half. Uh I am on the Giants. Um I've been down on the Eagles all year, and yeah, like they've been better than I expected. Um but the Giants uh, from a Giants perspective, the offense hasn't been able to get it going all year because I think I think it might be literally every player has been injured at some point, and they have not all played together one time. And it seems like on the skill positions are starting to to all get healthy now. Uh, Barkley was back. Galladay's been in the lineup. Uh, Tony's been looking good. The rookie, I think he had seven catches uh, against Tampa on Monday. Like. Which uh, which got me some money, so that was nice. Thanks, Tony. Uh, but yeah, so they're coming together, and their offensive line is the weak point. But as they they're healthy, I think they'll get better, and and I think they can take advantage of a weak uh, Eagles defense. Uh, I think Evan Ingram might have a big game. Um, Philly's been terrible against tight ends all season long. Uh, so yeah, I I just have more belief that the the Giants are kind of gonna deliver on some of the their preseason expectations because now they actually have the players playing together okay philly for me giants for you uh steelers versus the Bengals in cincinnati Bengals laying four and a half uh, i'm on the Bengals. i like the Bengals here the steelers needed a massive like that was unreal comeback that they yeah. had and then blew it <laughs> fucking super late um but but Big Ben, like you said, if Big Ben's playing, they're they're a different team. If Mason yeah. Rudolph's playing, this this team fuck. If Mason Rudolph was playing in this game, the Bengals would be favored by like nine and a half. Like, oh, at he, least he has like he. You know what I mean? He has that yeah. such outlier difference. 
uh, to them, but they also needed a massive fourth quarter. And uh, and the Chargers, their wall crashed down. Their fourth yeah. in the fourth quarter, they just they let their wall just crumble right down and be like Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. come on in, let's do this. I don't think Cincinnati's going to do that. Um, you were higher on Cincinnati's defense at the beginning of the season. I don't know if you've kind of let off yeah. a little bit from Cincinnati's defense, but I think that this that's going to be a key to this game here. And I think just offensively, yeah. Cincinnati will do enough uh, to get it done. I'm not too worried about the what was it, sixteen thirteen game or whatever it was last week or whatever. What was what was the game last week? For Cincy? Yeah. Was it? What did they? They beat the Vegas. They beat. Oh uh, yeah, thirty-two thirteen. They destroyed them. Is that what it was? It yeah. was sixteen thirteen at one point, though. I think it was. It okay, was. Clo- yeah. I think it was closer, and then I think Cincinnati ran away with it. Um, yeah. And I think that they'll be able to do something like that here against the Steelers. So give me Cincinnati four and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I I've liked Cincinnati all year. I uh, I picked them in week three to beat Pittsburgh on the road and they won 24 to 10 that week. And now they're at home. Uh, they have momentum from throughout the season. Like they know they're a good team. They can and should be a playoff team this year, in my opinion. Uh, and to do that, you have to, to win games against worse competition, which this season, that is what Pittsburgh is. Um, I'm not sure of the status of like those star defenders of theirs, like uh, Fitzpatrick and Watt, uh, but they, uh, Pittsburgh definitely misses those guys. Um, and I think Burrow can do similar things to what Justin Herbert did last week to them, to that defense. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all about uh, Cincy in this game. Absolutely. Let's roll the Bengal Tigers together. Uh, here's a good game. Bucks versus the Colts. Bucks uh, in Indianapolis favored by three. The line, I believe, is what I have. Yep. Um, the line was three. Uh, it's a It's a pretty good line. Like, I don't mind that line, honestly. I think that yeah. this game being close and a tie bet in this in this particular situation is going to be the bet for me. Um, okay. I think it's going to be extremely close. We thought about it last week. One of your favorite bets, I believe, last week was the Bills and the Colts tie. It was you were you were thinking it was going to be really close. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and you were super on the Colts. I was not. Um, yeah. So so kudos to you in that one. Uh, but you liked the tie, and you thought you didn't expect it to go the opposite direction, where the team that was uh, uh, an underdog by seven yeah. points absolutely dominated the entire game. Um, yeah, well, it, you never expect one player to go off for five touchdowns. So no, no it is. It uh. is. That's an extreme <laughs> outlier. It's it's an anomaly. It is. It's a, yeah. It's a very extreme outlier. Um, the Bucks don't really have that, but they do have the weapon in Tom Brady um, to be able to keep closer. Then I like the if you look at Tom Brady's performances and what he's been doing the last three or four games. I know they had the loss to to uh, uh, the Saints there, but what he's been able to do, even with injuries on his in his team, it, like Antonio's Browns out, Evans is banged yeah. up fucking week to week every single week. Like Gronkowski wasn't in there for what six weeks. Um, yeah. So, so he was able to do it with different weapons, and he just continues to be able to do that. I think that he's going to be able to do enough to keep this super close. Um, yeah. So, I'll, but ultimately, I'm taking the Colts at plus three because in a situation like this, I like the tie. So yeah. I'm pretty much oh, banking, exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty much banking on this being a push. If the yeah. Bucks win by a field goal, I'm not going to be surprised. So I'm kind of banking on the push. Um, but I do kind of hope that the Colts win and keep their train going. And just you know, there's what six and two in their last eight games. Yeah. I mean they're, yeah, they're they've been looking good. Other than New England, they're one of the hottest teams, I would say, right now going. Yeah. Um yeah. so I'm 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 on the Colts plus three. 
Okay. Uh, I'm on the Bucks. Um, I think, yeah, like I, like I liked that close game last week and then like Taylor went off like he did. Um, but I just think, you know, the Bucks see the, the tape from that game. Uh, they are one of the best run defenses in the NFL. Uh, and I think they are going to, their game plan is going to be to sell out to just stop the Colts uh, run game, stop Taylor and Derek Carson wants to beat them. And they'll get, so they'll give up some points in doing that for sure. Um, but like you said, with, with Tom Brady and what the Bucks offense can do, uh, I, I think they'll put up more points. Um, yeah, I think three, I'm okay with that being a push as well. But if it's going either way, I'm, I think it's going in Tampa's favor. Uh, so that's fair. So you think you think bench Taylor this week? No, you can't. You can't. He's on auto start. You, you have to yeah. play him. If you have him, you have yeah. to play him. There's no way you sit him. In what you would you would need to have McCaffrey and who Cook? Like who, who else? You need to you would need to have like two other guys no. like that. No, no. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. I would. I know. I know. But given you know all what three I mean. of them, like I'm still would, going Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing he's on my team then. Uh, um, yeah, you got you stole him in the ninth spot. Eleventh. Oh, you were eleven. I had the eleventh right. pick of twelve. Yeah. And Jonathan yeah. Taylor was my first pick. Yep. And my second pick is in a corner crying somewhere. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about that. So the so I'm on the Colts plus three. You're on the Bucks minus three. Bucks. But I, I believe it's going to be closer than you do. So I like the tie bet. You do not. Um, no. Any any love for the over fifty three? Could there be a lot of points um, or no? 53. Oh, man. It's an uh, enormous over. Yeah. Uh, if I'm leaning one way, it's to the over. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure because you were talking about uh, them stopping the run defense. And I think a lot of Indianapolis's points in the previous four games has been on the run. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's not even just the run getting them the touchdowns is not what I mean. I mean, the run... Jonathan Taylor going for 36 yards and now putting them in position where they're on the 17 yard line. And Carson Wentz has the ability to find Pittman and, you know, find Doyle and find Mo Alley Cox and, and be able to spread it out a little bit. Um, so I, I, I'm leaning over, but I don't think that's going to be a bet for me. Okay. Uh, let's go Panthers, Dolphins, Panthers in Miami. Welcome to Miami. (laughs) Welcome to Miami, Carolina. Uh, they're favored by two. Carolina is favorite by two. Carolina road favorite, yeah. Road favorite uh, here in uh, Miami. I'll just quickly say I like the Dolphins. Um, I've, okay. I've been on the Dolphins the last couple weeks, and I don't think there's a reason for me to jump off of them. Uh, Carolina lost to, I'd say, a mediocre to slightly good Washington football team. Yeah. Um, and and it was as I expected, high scoring, but when it got down to crunch time and like late in that game, like I don't know if you watched the fourth quarter of that game, but Carolina couldn't move the ball well. Right. Like it, it was like they were struggling to get past this defense. And the Dolphins defense has shown light of being able to be pretty good. I mean, we saw it against Baltimore. Baltimore's so yeah. up and down though. Like it's yeah. it's really hard it's to look at that game and go, okay, because like what they what they did since what they uh did got done to them against Cincinnati. Like mm-hmm. it's it's there's di- been different positions with them this year that it's like uh, yeah. can you really gauge where a team is against a team that's so fucking up and down and roller coastering through the season? 
um, but still a six and three team or seven three team or whatever they are. Um, right? I think they're seven and three. Who Ravens? I think they're uh, seven yeah. and three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so still a good team. So I I like I like the Dolphins coming in here. I don't think there's a reason to go off of uh, go off the Dolphins. So I'm on the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna argue you on that. Uh, I think these are both defensive teams. Um, so it, that makes sense why that over under is 42. Uh, it's it's hard for me to see where a lot of scoring comes from in this game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, my Miami's been trending in the better direction because Carolina, like they won their first three games, yep. and then that's and then since then. Oh, what are they even now? I can't, not even looking at that. Uh, but yeah, they've been losing more than winning lately. And the Dolphins is the reverse of that. So just the teams trending in opposite directions. I think they're like, they're pretty equal teams. Um, so I could see this one also being a fairly close game. Uh, and just Miami being at home kind of leans it even further for me. Um, yeah. Just take the home team in, in this kind of situation yep. yeah Home dog in a, in a good position uh carolina's yeah. five and six by the way on the season yeah so they're two and six in their last eight games yep. yeah the opposite direction of like what we just said the colts who like started yeah. the season kind of not very good and now they're six yeah. and two yeah. in their last eight so completely trending in different directions i don't know i like miami here and we so we yeah. both like miami here yeah all right miami for the both of us uh, let's go to the Chargers versus the Broncos. This one might shock you. Uh, the Chargers are, well, not this won't shock you. The Chargers are favored by two and a half. <laughs> that won't shock yeah. you. Where I'm going to yeah. go with this one may shock you. I'm going with the home dog again. I, it's oh. a bit of a trend. I'm doing with the Jags, doing with the Dolphins, doing it with the Broncos. I think there's yeah. another home dog I'm taking. Nope, that would be it. Um, oh, the Colts. Um, so it's, it's a trend of home dogs here, but they're very close. All these spreads are two. Two and a half, three. Yeah, like it's all these spreads are very, very close, and I think this one's going to come down to a field goal. Um, and I'm kind of liking Denver's defense, I guess. Um, okay, the, I don't know what to do with the Chargers. That's my problem here. Is I don't know what the fuck to do with these guys because they are so stacked. And on paper, and you look at them, and you're like, oh, okay. At the beginning of the season, this could potentially be a Super Bowl contender. Do I think yeah. they're going to get out of the division number one? No, because they're battling the Kansas City Chiefs. They had right. an opportunity to get up there, and they didn't take it. Kansas City was shitting the bed for the first yeah. four or five weeks of the season. Six weeks of the yeah. season, I would say. And and the Chargers did nothing to get way ahead of them, and now Kansas City is leading that division again. Like right. it's, You know what I mean? Like No matter what these guys do, it's going to be a squeaking wild card position into the playoffs, and that's... I don't know. What can you do? So I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what, I really don't know what to make of these guys. And for that <laughs> sole purpose of me not knowing what to make of either of these teams, I shouldn't just say the Chargers. I don't know what the fuck to do with either of these teams. So I'm just going to yeah. take the home dog in this position, blindly bet it, and hope that it fucking happens. Maybe I'll bet the Broncos money line and just hope that fucking Chargers have an off week. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. No, the, the Chargers are very up and down. Um, I think they've been that way for years. Um, they're they're always at that almost like playoff contender, and yep. if they do make the playoffs, they lose their first playoff game. Yep. And like 
and until I see like otherwise, like, like I'm going to assume that that's what they do moving forward. Like <laughs> until they can actually like put together a season where they can go like, I don't know, 12 and five, 13 and four. And like, just show the league that they're a force to be reckoned with. And that's just not this year. Um, so I expect the, the up and down, but at the same time, I just, I don't love Denver this week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They are the same thing this year, um, but I'm, I'm going to take the chargers because ultimately I believe in them more as a full team um, than the Broncos right now. The Broncos knew, know that they're not making the playoffs this year. They uh, traded away Von Miller uh, knowing that uh, it's not like, you know, the players are going to give up or anything, but ultimately they, yeah, they just don't have the the talent to, to keep it going. Uh, they're five and five. It's like, they've been good. I don't remember what their over under coming into the year was, but it wasn't high. So they still might, might hit the over on whatever that number was. Which team? Sorry. Uh, Denver? Denver, I think it was, yeah. was it seven and a half or eight and a half? It was one of those numbers like that. Yeah. Like if it was seven and a half, like I could potentially see them still getting to that eight number, that eight number. with okay. the rest of their, like they've got the lions on their schedule. They've got the Raiders and then they got another chargers, but two games against the chiefs. So it'll, yeah. it might actually only be seven because yeah, this week I, I just don't think they're good enough. Okay. Even at home. Yeah. The, uh, what about the under 48? Uh, I have, yeah, I, I like the under more okay. there. I just want to make sure I have that, uh, circled yeah. as, as a really, a really big kind of look at bet for this week. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't know. Where's this? Like if, if the chargers are going to win and win by the two and a half or whatever, I mean, it could be 21, 10, 24, 10, you know, 28, 13, I guess gets them there like it's it's um everything i'm trying to think in my head is not getting to 48 there's no way that it's like i'm not thinking like a 28 24 game do you know what i mean like i'm not thinking that at all so if if i'm not thinking that at all and there's no way in my mind that gets there you have to pound the under 48 in this game i expected it to be lower i'll be honest i I was thinking i was going to get like a 45 or a 46 um just because of the way these teams kind of play like denver either Goes out and scores thirty points, or they score three. Yeah, so it's like five. What fuck you? What team are we gonna get this week? Yeah, exactly. If it was consistently like, hey, we're shit for three weeks, then we're good for three weeks. It's not like two weeks on, one week off. Oh, and then another week on. Oh, and then three weeks off. Like it's like fucking pick what you guys want to be, you fucks. Yeah, <laughs> pissing me off. Uh oh, we're. I should mention we're in the PM slate now. Oh yeah. Well, for all you fuckers that need to know when we're getting to our PM games and shit. We're in the PM games, all right? Vikings versus the 49ers. 49ers favored by three. I like San Fran here. I like what I okay. saw last week. They play, played a shitty team. The Vikings kept up with the Packers. Yeah. Fine. There was no... Was Adams in? I don't... Oh, no, Adams was in. Adams was in. Yeah, yeah. Adams had a great game. Um, he did. No Jones. Dylan was... Was Dylan banged up, or was he just playing like shit? Uh, I honestly didn't watch this game or that game. Uh, I didn't either. I just kept getting updates from a buddy of mine, and he was like, oh, Vikings up. Now Packers up. Now Vikings up. 
Now they're tied. Oh, Vikings win yeah. by a field goal. Oh, that's been the Vikings season, the whole fucking season. Oh, Jefferson had a great week. I don't know. It's so Sorry, hard. I'm on, I'm on the 49ers. I'm, I'm feeling okay. in my mind, I'm like, okay, what, what team's the better team? Going into it, going yeah. into the season, this game, I had the Vikings winning this game because I love the fucking Vikings. Yeah. The last couple of weeks... Last week aside, I don't give a fuck about the Packers bullshit. That's a divisional game. Divisional games are close. We've said this how many times on this fucking podcast? Divisional games play yep. close. It doesn't matter if one team's 7 and 1 and one team's 1 and 7. You could get a fucking 16-13 game to yep. happen. Even if the spread's yeah. 10, 12, it doesn't matter. These divisional games are close because these teams are used to playing each other fucking twice every single year for the last yeah. fucking 100 years. They know how to prepare for each other. games are close. Yeah. In this case, it's not a divisional game. San Francisco, they're fucking, they, they're going to fucking kill them, I feel like. So the, the three, I'm not, it doesn't scare me in the slightest. I'll take the fucking three. If the Vikings keep it close, I'll be like, ah, hey, you know, I'm not shocked all that much because it's the fucking Vikings and all they do is lose close games. So if they lose by the field goal, fine, it pushes. I could give it two shits. But I'm on the 49ers because I cannot trust the Vikings as far as I can pick one of those fucking old linemen up and throw them. <laughs> um, well, that surprises me, to be honest. You've uh, you've had a lot of Vikings love this year. Um, I must have taken that away from you because off the train. this week I love I love the Vikings. I'm I'm taking them on the money line this week. <laughs> I I don't see how they lose. Uh, I just think they're the they're the more explosive team and their defense has been not playing great, but they still have like the great players that I think uh, with Mike Zimmer there, they can shut down like the trickery that San Fran was able to, has been able to pull off these last couple of weeks um, without, and without the trickery, like they don't, San Fran just doesn't have like the players needed uh, like in the running game. Um, I guess, their their offense has looked really good, but I don't know. I just I guess I don't trust Garoppolo or Garoppolo and mm-hmm. uh, the Niners' backs. I don't I don't know why, but uh, I think the Vikings score more points at okay. the end of the day. So I want to keep it here for one second because I believe in our, in one of our pre shows you said that Mike Zimmer was going to be the first coach fired this year. I did. You, you had said I that. Said, so now, said, you're, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to call your your call out your bullshit because now you're saying Mike Zimmer. You think he has what it takes to stop this trickery that San Fran is pulling continuously and continuously. I think it's it's. I don't think so. And I was high on fucking Zimmer at the beginning of the year. I almost bet him coach of the fucking year because I thought that this team was going to win the division. Boy, was I wrong. But but hey, <laughs> listen, this is what it's it is. Just, We're wrong every fucking week. Yeah, but it's two different things with the Mike Zimmer talk. Like, I still think he's a good defensive-minded coach, and I think with the players that they have, if they are buying in, which I think they are more than I anticipated, uh, like I think scheme-wise, defensively, he can, he has what it takes to to shut down those trick plays. When I said that he might be the first first coach fired, it's because I don't think he's been a great leader of the team and I don't know if the players will buy in but uh, it Fair. looks like they have bought in more than I thought because it's been a number of years now of the same shit every year 
of them being a good team, but just failing when it matters. No, that's completely fair. Uh, I'll say one last thing on this game. I think if Debo goes off, Stan Frank could easily cover that number. If he doesn't, then Vikings money line looks very good. Um, and I think that he's almost the difference maker in this game to me. Um, let's move on to the Rams versus the Packers. The Rams favored by one. The line is one, I believe, currently. Um, over under 47 and a half. I'm on the Rams. Uh, I think that, you know, coming off, they're coming off a bye week, right? They didn't play anybody last week. The Rams right. are coming off a bye week. So now you've given, and I, I fucking hate Odell Beckham. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> I don't want to like him. I fucking hate him. But now that guy came in on the team on a fucking Thursday night, I believe it was. And then he played the Sunday. Monday. So, or the Monday, sorry. Yeah, okay. So yeah. he had three days with the team. Sure. Yeah. But now you've given him an extra fucking, what, 14 days or fucking 12 days, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, you've given him an extra amount of time for him to be able to get into that offense and, and become a piece of it, become the Robert Woods that they needed him to be. Now. Now that Woods is yeah. gone. He's not going to be explosive. I'm not saying as explosive as Woods. Because I, okay. I don't think he's... Wait, I don't know, but this guy's trouble wherever he fucking goes. So if <laughs> I think if he has a really fucking big game and a really fucking good game and he's on and he's like sharp and they're throwing him the fucking ball because honestly, they want to keep him happy. They brought this fucking guy in for a reason. So they want to keep him happy. So they're going to tell Stafford like, hey, throw him the fucking ball a little bit. And also too, take a little bit away from Cup. Cups fucking, you can't target Cups 17 fucking targets every single week, guys. Like, you give the guy a seems, fucking break. It seems like it's been working, though. No, it ha- I'm saying it has <laughs> been, but when do the fucking wheels fall off? You, like, you got to start lo- thinking about and looking at playoffs and thinking, yeah. like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, it, you still got to get there. I'm, we're weeks away. I know we're weeks away. And they're, they're in that division. It's a tough division now. I, I, yeah. Well, it's a tough-ish division because... It's a two-headed monster in that division with Arizona. And yeah, Arizona well, showing also- that they're able to win with Colt fucking McCoy as their quarterback. <laughs> so I, Arizona scares me. It's a That's a whole scary different subject that I yeah. don't even want to fucking get into. Thank God they're on a bye this week. Yeah. So we don't even have to fucking worry about them this week. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the Rams, they need to do things now that are going to set them up for the playoffs and 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 in well deep into the playoffs because that's what they did by going out and and getting um the fucking uh Denver guy like they're Oh they're, yeah, Von Miller, yeah. Yeah, they're they're building a team for this year. They're not worried about next year. They're not worried about two no. years from now. They're they're they'll sell no. picks. They don't give a fuck. They they want to win now. So they need to they set themselves don't up. don't have a pick until the fourth round next year. I know they're fucked. But yeah. they're fucked when they don't win this year cuz I I really don't think that they're winning the Super Bowl this year. But they're winning this game. Sorry? But they're winning this game? They're winning this game. They are winning this fucking game, and I think they win it in good fashion. I mean, I could see the Packers slipping up twice. But this is a way better team. They they just slipped up to the fucking Vikings, guys. Yeah. This is a way better team. This is a team coming off a fucking bye, and now you have a fucking top, I don't know, 15 wide receiver, arguably, Who's yeah. now able to practice with his fucking team on the uh, as a the starter and as the fucking top part of the, like main guy of the roster second second guy of the roster I guess 
Um, other than I guess, well, are they throwing to Hig? Is he does he throw to Higby a lot? Can you call Higby? Not, the, he's not like, a ton. He's like the third option, I guess. Because who would you really call who would second? I throw to? Van Jefferson. Who, who, I would call Van Jefferson second. Second with Robert Woods out, I think Van Jefferson rest of season. You are right though. Uh, I th- he knows the offense. I think Beckham yeah. will have some games where he can go off, um, but I think consistency wise, Van Jefferson is going to be their number two. Uh, I guess remainder of season without Woods. Well, fantasy aside, what, who are you thinking? Because I'm on the Rams minus one. Let's let's get to what you're thinking here. Uh, I'm thinking Rams as well. Um, Coming into the season, I had them winning this game. Uh, already back then, I, I I thought the Rams would win uh, the NFC West. I've thought that all year. I still think it now. Um, I think ultimately they pull ahead of Arizona, but and and I think they show it this week. They uh, they haven't shown that they were like they they've shown some weak signs in the couple weeks before their bye, and then they got their bye, and I think they they're going to come out going to a place like Green Bay, Lambeau Field, they're going to be ready to play that game. And, uh, yeah, I think there's just too much going on with the Packers. Aaron Jones isn't in the game. Uh, I I think the Rams are just, you know, coming off the bye again. It's, it's helpful. Uh, and I think they got this game. Love it. Uh, yeah. What would the over 47 and a half? Any lead? Uh, I marked the under. Oh, okay. Uh, We're different then because I marked the over and I loved it. I circled it. Okay. I think there's going to be points, baby. I think there's going to be a lot of points. And that's, that just comes with getting Van Jefferson more involved, getting Beckham involved, and in the game, Packers have shown that they're able to score 27 points in a game easily. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it, like you got, you got, you have two of, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it arguably. I would say probably the two best wide receivers right now. Yeah, this, in this season game. for sure. Yeah. Like you could fucking just bomb it out. It might just be yeah. a bomb fest. Like each of those guys to go over whatever the whatever it's paying for each of those guys to go over 100 yards, bet it. Yeah. <laughs> like as a combo bet. If you're going to get some fucking boost or something from if, if a book's going to offer you a boost or something on both of those guys over 100 yards or both of those guys a touchdown in, yeah. in, in cup and uh, and uh, Adams. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Had a fucking blank for a second. <laughs> um, it happens. It happens to the best of us, right? Yeah. Um, but it, I would bet it 100%. Yeah. So I think uh, that's kind of why I like the overs, just because I think the, the dynamics. You convinced me. Yeah. The dynamics of the offense, the ability, and and I mean we've seen the lack. Like it was thirty four points Vikings just put up, and you said that Van yeah. Jefferson had, or excuse me, uh, uh, Jefferson there had a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah. So. Why no, can't no. Cup? You, you've why convinced can't me Beckham for come sure. In there. I mean, it's like it's like if Cup's going to be double coverage. Well, Van Jefferson, see you later. Yeah. Beckham, see you later. Higby, yep. check down low. Let's get a fucking nice 10-yarder. Let's move the fucking oh. chains. So I think the yep. chains are going to be moving all night, and I, I think that's why it's going to be close. And I think these both these teams, too, take advantage of red zone percentages. Like, they take it, they have pretty good red zone percentages, both of these teams. So once they get into the red zone, they're able to capitalize on that, and I think that that's a big reason for going over 47.5. Yeah. No, you convinced me. Awesome. Beautiful. Yep. Welcome aboard, buddy. <laughs> Let's lose it together. It's going to be 17-10. <laughs> 17, oh, 10, 17 10 Packers. We lose both our fucking picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit. Uh Sunday nighter, Browns versus the Ravens. Ravens at home laying three and a half. I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say one thing. 
only about this game, and that's it. The Browns win this game outright. It is a must-win. It is a divisional game. We talk about divisional games being close. The Browns, this is a must-win for their season. If you look at the rest of their schedule, whatever, you look at their previous schedule, find this is the game that they need to win now to save the rest of their season, and I think they win it. I think it goes... I, I'm, I'm tempted to take them on the money line. We saw last week what the what the Ravens did. We saw last week what the Browns did. You know, both getting wins yeah. in close fashion to the two shittiest teams in that division. Like the yeah. two worst teams in that division because they're not those two teams. Um, but <laughs> but I, I think that the Browns get it done this week because it's a fucking must win for the Browns. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go opposite you. I'm taking Baltimore. Uh Part of it is divisional games. Um, I well, no, it's just this. Yeah, low scoring game. Uh, I've I've talked about with Cleveland earlier this year about getting some of that big game experience at the end of last year, okay. uh, and how that made me think that they would like beat the Chargers in that game, uh, and they lost that one. Uh, and I, I just. Don't see that in this game for them. Um, Baltimore has more big game experience. Uh, and I think they're just the better team. They, uh, yeah, they won against a shitty team last week, but it was, you know, finding out less than 24 hours before the game that you weren't starting Lamar Jackson. Uh, and they, you know, came together and won that game anyways. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I just I like Baltimore more. I I maybe it's just because Cleveland burned me last week because I felt like they should have killed uh, Detroit. Uh, maybe this is a petty bet for me going with Baltimore, but uh, I I cannot bet Cleveland this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. See, I I hear what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying. I I understand the must win thing, and you you kind of like caught my my ear with like leaning me towards that. But no, I'm I'm sticking with what what I wrote down here and have been thinking throughout the week so no i mean if you look at it a game that they should have absolutely dominated was the texans okay in the browns pixar yeah. uh and they should have absolutely dominated the texans they didn't they won by 10 fine the spread was like 12 i really thought they were going to the next week they go in and they absolutely smash the bears it was 26 yeah. so i mean if you look at their schedule like their losses the chargers it was a close game. They should have won that game. 100% should have won yeah. that game. Yeah. Uh, like like you just mentioned, the Cardinals, they lost to the Cardinals. Best team in the fucking NFC, arguably. Fine. Yeah. Sure. 15-10 uh, to the Steelers. Like, they're these close. I mean, I'm risking it being a really close game at three and a half. The line's giving me three and a half. Yeah. I'm taking the fucking points because it's going to be super close. Yeah. Like, I really think that this game's going to be close. And again, like I mentioned, must win for the Browns. Let's get to the Monday nighter before we fucking fall asleep here. Seahawks yeah. versus the fucking football team. Hey, guess what? Didn't say skins today. Just did. Just uh, did. <laughs> uh, Seahawks versus the uh, football team. I'm on this football team, man. I'm buying into it. I talked about it last week. I said, I, I talked about, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was last week. And, and were we talking about our, our over-unders last week or no? Like for uh, win totals on the season, like going in and recapping. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I think maybe it was last week. But 
they went in and they won again. So now their over yeah. win total of five and a half is looking pretty fucking good right now. And yeah. they, they won against the Bucks. I didn't expect that win. No. So they're winning against uh, teams. I yeah. mean, this this is one that they're going to get, honestly. That minus one oh, doesn't scare me at all. I don't care. Like, I would prefer them to be plus two, sure. But it's a banged up Russell Wilson and Seahawks team that is in fucking... I don't know what they're doing. No. The, the Seahawks it's, to me yeah. are of the of the A of the NFC of what the Chargers are to me of the AFC. Does that kind of make oh. sense? Where you could oh, yeah. where I, you could really I know what you're saying. and go, here's the pieces why they should be winning and doing fantastic. And then you look at their schedule and look at the reasons why, like, okay, Russell Wilson was out four weeks. Fine. I give you that. But if, if you look at their, their schedule and what they've done and how they performed versus the beginning of the season telling me how good this team's going to be and all that shit and talking them up and, oh, the potential. They might be up there with the Rams to potentially win this division. You were saying that. I, I was not saying any of that. No, I, was I was saying was, Seattle was going to be shit this year. I know. And again, <laughs> you were fucking right. Congratulations. You Thank were you. Right on them, you were right on Cincinnati. Wow. How many other teams do you want me to start spitting out that you're right Probably on? Probably zero like, more. Okay, <laughs> it might be two. It might be just fucking on two. <laughs> um, I was almost right on the Tennessee Titans, but they're fucking dog shit against shit teams. At least they can win good good games. Yeah, like at least they're beating good teams. Um, I'm gonna watch you do here. I have no uh, nothing yeah. else to say. I, I I think that Heineke gets it done and. Uh, and and McLaurin there, and I, I think that uh, does does Logan Thomas come back this game or no? Uh, I'm not sure. I did. I haven't seen that. I think it's week eleven or week, tw- or excuse me, twelve or thirteen. Okay, he's yeah. back. Um, so I, if, I mean, if he's back, that's another oh. fucking dynamic yeah. piece to that offense that has yeah. been performing well without him. Yeah. So imagine that ups and downs. piece. Yeah, imagine that piece coming back in. Yeah. And and being able to to. Beat teams like the fucking Seahawks. Yeah, tell me otherwise. Uh, I will not. I <laughs> just said that I think Seattle's been shit all year. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they have remnants of uh, a great team from you know five years ago when they were a great team and making Super Bowl runs. Uh, and there's still you still have like. Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner from those years. And I don't, and Pete Carroll, obviously, but other than that, you know, the, the players that they've been bringing in have not been getting the job done to the same level as what they had. And they're still trying to make it work with the same formula. And it's just, it's not working. Uh, Their O-line isn't helping. Uh, They have no running back. That's being able to be a difference maker. And, I don't know. There's just zero consistency across their entire offense and defense. Uh, I can't pick them to win games against probably most teams and Washington. Yeah. They, uh, they're showing a little spark of something. I could see them going on a little playoff push and, and try to sneak in there. Probably wouldn't won't, but uh, I, I could see it. I, like I like Heineke. I like what they're doing. And like you said, Logan Thomas coming back kind of round out that offense uh, they've they've got some potential here in the the last like second half of the season. Completely agree. We're both on the Washington football team. Let's uh, rip through our gold, silver, and bronze picks for the week. That is going to one hundred percent either tie or do better than last week because there is no doing worse. 
There is no getting worse than zero, zero percent hit. It was zero yeah. for six. So we either do that again, which is a tie, or we do better. The chances are I'm going to bet on us doing better uh, yeah. this week. My bronze pick of the week is the Bills, minus six. Um, keeping it simple. I love that spread. There's no reason for me not to uh, ride the Bills. I, I Again, I said I think they route them, win by 27 or more. Um, it's going to be a fucking domination of, of that late game. It's going to be, it's going to kind of suck because it's the later game yet tomorrow. So it's like, oh, you know, everyone's, you know, after dinner, kind of watching football and doing shit. I think it's not going to be a very close game. Um, yeah. It'll still be interesting. It'll still be a good football game because they all are. Um, yeah. But, unless you have the Jags playing the fucking Tennessee Titans or they're the, me, the, the Houston Texans. Um, but whatever. It's, I'm going, I'm going with the Bills. Okay. Uh, my bronze pick is going to be, um, what was it? Oh yeah. Cincinnati to cover against Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, they, they dominated Pittsburgh earlier in the year. Uh, I think they'll, I think they'll do it again. They're at home. They're, they're a better team this season, like period. Uh, I, yeah, I could see this being like a two score game, like just like the last one was. So yeah, I, I've got the confidence in them. I'm, I'm going to ride them this week. Absolutely. Ride it. Uh, silver pick for me, Bucks and Colts tie. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think a tie on, on the board, and I'm like, what do I like the most? Like we talked about either I, I love the play of taking both the Jags tie and the Texans tie and seeing one of those ones hit because they're two shit teams. I don't think they yeah. both hit, um, but you're going to make money if you bet them both and, and one of those hits. But my favorite tie on the board is the Bucks and Colts tie. I think these are two absolutely dynamic offenses and defenses that have been playing pretty good, I guess. Like, they're okay um, against good teams. And I think that uh, it's going to – I still think it's going to be a high-scoring game. That's the thing is I don't think defense is – defense is going to be optional in this game. And it's yeah. going to be like air it out. And it, it might come down to like a last minute field goal or one of those touchdowns. That's like, okay, it puts us at fucking two points now up to, or yeah. whatever yeah, like yeah. you need the, one of those miracle Brady two minute drives and they're down right. five or something like that. They can't, they can't kick a field goal. They got to get a touchdown and I think they can do it. So I'm going with the uh, bucks Colts tie. All right. Well, I'm also going to take a, a tie with my silver pick and I am taking that falcons jaguars game um because like i said I, I like the falcons or sorry i like the jaguars uh more on that line and to win to win outright but to think that the jaguars are ever going to win by more than three points uh at least this season uh is just sounds silly to me so if i like them uh, i think they're going to win I, I yeah i just love the tie there I'm actually changing my gold pick. Okay. As we speak, because there's another game that I like even more. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself after I don't. Well, I'm not gonna kill myself, but you know what I mean. I'm gonna be very upset <laughs> with myself if I uh, if I don't Open. end up hitting this accordingly. <laughs> um, I it was the Texans minus two and a half. Um, but okay. I'm gonna jump off that ship. Okay. And I'm not I'm not jumping off it on the game. I like I love the game. I still I still think the Texans get it done and they still okay. win by three plus. Um but I'm gonna change my pick to the Dolphins plus two. Uh okay. it, it honestly Dolphins money line will be a play for me. Um and I yeah. think that this game will be 
I don't even think it'll be that close. I think the Dolphins will win by maybe maybe a touchdown. Give me a okay. touchdown plus with the with the Dolphins. I'm not going to take yeah. the fucking spread like that when I can get plus money on just taking them on the money line. I'm yeah. not going to be outrageous and take up at six and a half. Um, but I, I, I'll definitely have a good sprinkle, a good amount of sprinkle on the Dolphins plus two in that game. So there's my gold pick of the week. All right. Uh, I guess my gold pick, you know what? I am going to go with the Titans Patriots under uh, 44 and a half. Uh, I think ultimately that game, it's like, it's Bill Belichick coaching against Mike Rabel, who was a Patriot for many years and has a coaching style fairly similar, I believe. Uh, and I think that this game is going to get a little bit grindy. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I like the under in that game. I love it. I love the under in that game so much. It's fucking, it's highly circled. There's there's three there's three over-unders that are circled for me. It's the under in the Titans-Bats, yeah. the under in the Chargers-Broncos, and then the over yeah. in the Rams-Packers, all of which I believe you were on the same side on. Yeah. So we, yeah, I mean, we're. That, that might be a ticket of the week for me. It's just parlay those fucking yeah. over-unders and yeah. just put a good amount of money on it and see what happens. Yeah, I was thinking between the, yeah, the Chargers-Broncos and uh, the Titans-Patriots, which one I liked more. Yeah. That's that's so, kind of what I was going exactly. back and forth with at so, the end there. Yeah. So there's your top two. So your gold yeah. one and then your gold 1A. There you, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you have anything fantasy-wise this week? Um, I have... I have a lineup I was looking at doing on Yahoo for uh, tomorrow's games. I got oh. nothing for Sunday. Well, let's do let's do um, tomorrow's games. Spit it out. Just say just say what it is, and and we'll go. We'll roll with it. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. It's I've got Dak Prescott here, uh, and Ezekiel Elliott, and I grabbed uh, Tony Jones from New Orleans, just because his value, because he's going to start because Kamara's out, and I don't think Ingram's going to play. Okay, and I was still getting him for the cheapest price that you can get players for, so I grabbed him just to get the value and you know whatever New Orleans does on the ground uh, will be probably through him. I guess unless Taysom Hill has a big game, but in which case, fuck me. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> uh, then wide receiver, I got Diggs, I got Gallup, and then Darnell Mooney. And then a tight end, I got Darren Waller. And my flex position, I got Jamal Williams for uh, Detroit. Just because I felt like I should have a player from every team if there's only six teams playing in the day. Yeah. Which is probably not the way to do it. It's not. But, but what are we do? Do we do anything the way we're supposed to do things? No. Or a fucking non. Yeah. We're degenerate gambling show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I did actually take Buffalo's defense. Against New Orleans. Oh, I like that. I like that. Pick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't mind that pick at all. The one thing I would kind of say is, if if you're looking to try and play in these big GPP pools, is yeah. in the case that Elliot's knee is not as good as they're pumping it up to seem that it's going to be perfectly fine. Right. They're already splitting almost carries. It's true. Like, like and and this team. The, the Raiders loves to get run on and rammed into like they love it. And Tony Pollard has been, it, I mean, if you look at the both of them right now, 
Tony Pollard has proven that he has been the more likely of the two to find an open space and pounce on it. Okay. Like he's he's shown that yeah. this season. Like Elliott yeah. gets the more carries and he's the more okay, I'm gonna pound into this defender, I'm gonna knock him over, and yeah. then I'm gonna get three more yards because I fell on top of him. Right. Pollard's like, okay, I'm gonna bounce off my defender and then I'm gonna peek and I'm gonna go, oh, I'm gonna go left because now that's eight more yards. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So I would almost take a Pollard in that situation and hope that he goes that's off a good call. or yeah. or in the situation that Ezekiel Elliott's knee isn't good. Now he's yeah. only got eight carries, Pollard's got 20 and now yeah. Pollard is all, all of a sudden is an RB one above anyone else. You're going to play on the entire slate. It's true. Yeah. So I would almost take that if, especially if I was only putting like two or three bullets into a big tournament. Yeah. I would almost take one of those and be like, all right, this is my sole focus Pollard. And now I'll spend that money up elsewhere. I'll get, yeah. you know, obviously everyone's going to go Waller, but if you, I mean, maybe you go Schultz. A lot of people might go Schultz too. Yeah, he's an option there. Yeah. So he's an option. Uh, Knox is also a fantastic option as well. So if you want to like do something like that, do a Pollard Knox mix and then just yeah. smash wide receivers with like, yeah. even with a Dak Prescott or whatever you got to do. There's or not you, a lot of great wide receivers, even. I know. I know. It's well, like it's, you have Diggs, you got no one from New Orleans. You got. No one from the Raiders, unless you want to play Renfrew. No, you're saying Dallas has C.D. Lamb. Hopefully, Gallup, I think, is an option. Someone's got to score somewhere, though. Yeah, but you right? have like you have New Orleans, you have uh, the Raiders, and you have the Lions and the Bears are four yeah. of the six teams playing. Yeah. So in a six-team daily fantasy, there's not a lot of great players playing. It's it's a bit of a a weird day. Uh for it, which what I found when I was making the lineups, because yeah. I went Tony Jones, and then I had way too much money for every other position. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, so, maybe I don't have to do that. It, well, it may be the situation. It, it might be a situation where you need to leave two thousand dollars on the table. Exactly. I don't know. Like, it might it might be a situation where you leave five thousand dollars on the table, and you just take someone like Tony Bullard, and then you go Mooney, and then you, you just you know you take Swift. Like, what? I don't know. Like, it's it yeah. depends on your situation, how you're feeling, you want to go. But I think that of all of the team that you had said there, I love it all. But the only thing I would go with personally is Pollard yeah. over yeah. Ezekiel. It just yeah. for the the sheer fact that he could get forty points if yeah. Zeke does not play, and then Pollard is just a one headed ram through this fucking shit Raiders run defense. They're bottom yeah. five in the league in run defense. Yeah. So both of them are going to get points if they're both playing. But it's Zeke, true. No, I like Zeke, it. Arguably, Zeke has the yeah. touchdown. Like he's going to get the touchdowns. I mean, but Pollard has shown that he, he has the ability to do it. So, I mean, maybe yeah. lean Pollard there. I maybe might have a bias to him because he is <laughs> basically one of my top running backs, other other than Taylor, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. On my team, he's like my RB2 because I have fucking Melvin Gordon. So, I, <laughs> who, who I'm playing, I'm playing three running backs this week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Which is a different uh, situation, but I also have, uh, I'm two games up on spot two. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm playing some scenarios kind of in my head, and I, I kind of want to see what what transpires. I don't know if the people yeah. listening give a shit about that. Um. So, so, so might be playing three running backs moving forward for the rest of my fantasy fantasy season after this week. Well, you uh yeah, but you have three you have three good ones. Oh, that's true. And also, you have a running back that's also RB slash WR. Does it really count? That motherfucker. Oh, I'm not, puts I'm up- not even including him. Oh, he's, he's in my wide receiver slot. Okay. 
Yeah. Who do you have then? You have Fournette. Yeah. And Eckler. Eckler. Yeah. And uh, Edward Zelaire or Daryl Williams, whichever one is starting. And Edward Zelaire looks like he's got the job back. So yeah, uh, you've got a three-headed monster. The problem is yeah. right now is I have I have fucking Ridley sitting on that spot on my fucking bench, and he doesn't look like he's going to come back and play. Yeah. I hope that he does. I really hope that he does, because if he does, then I got a nice fucking three-headed monster on my wide receivers going into playoffs. And I need that. Yeah. Because if I don't I have that. I he doesn't, because I got Patterson. If I don't have that, I'm fucked. Um, yeah, you hope he doesn't. Yeah, anyone who has yeah. Patterson and Pitts hopes yeah. that he does not fucking come back. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for week 12 NFL picks and bets. Um, continue to ride our picks. Continue to like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Uh, yep. And we'll continue to keep throwing these uh, episodes at you every single week as we uh, as we do. Any closing thoughts? Nope. All right. Well, then I'm Sean. I'm Joel. That's it. That's all.